You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with Andy Grant. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having, but you don't need to be a man to join us. The Real Men Feel Show is produced weekly for your growth and enjoyment. Listen to us on podcast platforms including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more. You can also watch the show on YouTube by visiting realmenfeel.org slash YouTube. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes by visiting realmenfeel.org slash iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at realmenfeel.org and at facebook.com slash realmenfeelshow. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Your reviews, comments, feedback, and participation are welcome during the live show and anytime in our Facebook group, on Twitter, or at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get into this week's show. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. Uh, in case you don't know, Real Men Feel is the place that reminds men that they're human beings. And as human beings, they have emotions, and they have the full right expectation, authority, and power to express those emotions. And if you're a regular fan and follower of the show, you may have noticed we're gone for a while uh, that I had an unplanned um, break and an unplanned breakdown, I guess is one way to call it. Um, but the last, uh, the, the last show, we were going strong into April, and then I just stopped everything. I just released a, a solo show three days ago, episode 138. I called it Real Men Talk, and it's, it's just me talking. Um, about where I've been. So I won't go into it now. If you're interested, if you haven't seen that, you might want to check that out. But uh, coming back now, since we had the break, I'm calling it season five. And it seems uh, looking back, anytime I just had my, my unintentional breaks from getting overwhelmed by everything, I uh, call it a new season. So this is season five. And I had to bring back a, a, a guest who I blew off back in April. Uh, someone was very excited to be here and I was excited to have him. But uh, he was just that, that lucky bastard that felt the brunt in the best. So I'm very well, glad to uh, yeah, have to welcome, and let's get it. Uh, so I want to welcome Coach Matt Dillingham, or Matty D from In the Black Coaching. There you go. Yeah, it's me, Matty D, everybody. As I'm known on my YouTube channel, you hit me up. So I'm that lucky bastard that like, oh, guess you're not doing it. Sorry. Um, well, I'm giving some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you were excited. Like, it was, it was, it was cool to connect with you because you were really jazzed. I remember seeing you doing some posts that it was coming up. You're going to be on the show. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's good. So I, I felt extra shameful in, in letting you down. <laughs> I let this guy down, damn. It's like, all right, he's doing this thing. I'm just going to keep moving. And at yeah. some point, we'll come back around. And, 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 it, and it did. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Now we can do it. Cool. And again, looking back at what we had, were going to talk about, you know, the, the title for the, the show is Removing Our Emotional Barriers. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and you were talking, we we, so I have a brief conversation with guests to make sure there'll be a good guest. And you know, we talked about your willingness to, to go inside and to dig deep. And then what, what do you do with what you find? So, and what, how we cross paths. I saw you post something on Facebook and it was about, you were stating what you believe to be the main reason why men commit the most crimes. Do, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Kind of briefly. remember memories. Like I did it in Scotland, but yeah, because I do believe that in, you know, at least in the United States with men, we tend to commit the most crimes because at a certain age for us, us guys growing up, you're told that you're, you're, 
you're cut off from expressing yourself fully and you're only allowed to express yourself in anger. And I don't know how it happens exactly, but you're trained to do so. I believe that's like one reason why. It's like if you're only allowed to express through anger and you're only allowed to cry through, you know, someone dying, war, and you know, it, it's gotten a bit more acceptable to cry if, if, if from a breakup, but then they're like, all right, cry five minutes, we're not getting wasted and go get laid. It's like, that doesn't work for everybody. It's not, it's not really a great thing. So yeah, in that sense, it's like, if we were allowed to just express ourselves on the full spectrum, the way, the way that us men naturally do, I think things for us in this country would be a lot different. It's also the reason why, you know, we were the most successful at committing suicide it's it's we're just whoever developed society was like let's look at the weaknesses of men and women for men we're gonna hook them here and this is where things are along with an answer to a short question <laughs> so it's 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 so i've heard you say society a few times so do you believe that expressing emotions for men is natural it is because if you look at children both little boys and girls, they're expressive. They're like, my mom and dad, I love you. We come out like that naturally, okay? And it's only through, you know, observing our parents, how, how great or terrible they were, um, you know, our friends, and we, we get conditioned and told, okay, you're supposed to act like this. You're supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be like that. That's where that happens. And I remember growing up, like, and I've had, fortunately, a lot of self-awareness, but I remember growing up and, like, being like, why can't I cry about certain things? And with boys growing up, man, like girls can be vicious, but guys, it's like, if you sound stupid, you're getting caught out that moment, that instant. And you're like, oh, let me just bottle it all up. You know, and that's how it is for a lot of us. And nowadays it's changing, but you know, it, it's size conditions. You gotta be this way. And I'm maybe, I remember being told, man, don't be a pussy. And why are you crying, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but it feels natural when someone let it out. I'm gonna do that. Um, um, as far as that goes, so. So, so were you personally, were you ever, were you, have you ever been called weak and a pussy for, for expressing your emotions? Is that something you've experienced? When I went to boot camp for the Marine Corps, <laughs> they'll call you out. Um, I have, but not, not really a lot, fortunately, in my life, because for whatever, for whatever reason, I'm cool with, a, I'm, I'm that person where I'm friends with, like, a lot of different people, and for a reason, I just kind of like, if I was going to cry, I'm going to let it out and let it out, let it out. And people, and I guess that people kind of like, okay, that's what he's going to do. It's fine. Whereas like if someone's being picked on, it's kind of, it's kind of what is what it is. And so maybe a little bit in my, you know, elementary, maybe middle school, but after once in high school, it was like, you know, I could express myself and it'd be fine, you know? Um, but that's my experience. Not everyone, every man has the same experience as me. So some people grow up in terrible households where you can't express anything, whether you're male or female. And that destroys you because emotions are part of who we are, regardless of who you are. It's there, to, they're, they're there for us to experience things and to cut it off keeps it in there and that destroys you from within, mm. point blank. And people want to go, oh, I'm going to hold a grudge forever. I'm like, good luck with that, because all you do is killing yourself. It's been proven medically, scientifically, it does that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it just reminded me of, of things I was saying, talking to myself in, in the last show. I, you know, I, I talked about, you know, the show's called Real Men Feel, and, I, and somebody written to me saying, yeah, but real men don't talk. I was like, we've got to. We have to. Right. You have to talk. Otherwise, we die, like you think. 
You know, if, it, yeah. if, it's, if it's sickness, if it's disease or early onset of diseases and early death, suicide. I mean, I believe all of that begins with, with emotions inside. Like if yeah. our, our emotions become symptoms of other things. Yeah. You, and that, that's 100%. And the funny thing is about, our, about society, especially with men, you know, especially coming from, you know, dabbling network marketing and personal development, you get to talk about mindset, mindset, mindset. It's all in your mind. It's all mental. I'm like, you're more than just this mind. First of all, where is your mind? Okay, you're more than, just, you're more than I believe you're more than this physical body. You're an energetic being whose emotions, emotion, energy, emotion, creates your reality your life okay and your mindset's one thing it starts there but it doesn't end there which is why you can focus on a mindset all you want but ignoring the emotion and trying to suppress doesn't work it's like a better example or analogy you could say what's easier to do swimming upstream and going against the current you'll get there but you're using a lot of energy to get there it's like that's like that's kind of like like what's like is your mindset i'm gonna use my mind and resist and just do what i just, just go forth okay it's your choice or you can go with the stream and get to where you need to be where you want to be i believe quicker um by just feeling your emotion out and letting it go or like, okay and then you're like oh and you find that it was all bullshit in the first place you know, and that's why I have to take it. Like, just go with the flow. Your feelings are called feelings for a reason. To feel them out, not just to be like crap, I'm angry, whatever. Judge yourself, feel it. And again, emotion. I read this in a book years ago. It's short for energy and motion. Yep. Happiness. Like, in, I've I've listened to a personal development tape or audio years ago, and they can measure your emotions. Anger has a has a specific uh, measurement energy sort of sadness boredom all this stuff and like that stuff affects you like your cells your body which is why doctors say you, you stress out you, your body breaks down but if you're always relaxed and feeling good most of the time you flex everything that's your body because your brain starts there and where you feel it and it's it's all one thing so yep, yep. i believe that scales from the book uh, power versus force okay Dr. i have read that book i need to do that oh but, uh, but that's where it breaks it down and yeah got the the vibration of every emotion and, and put them on a scale and yeah and you yeah. can see it and you hear it you're like oh my gosh and, and and the one for anger i remember the guy saying it's very the that's remember it's very small and it, it's very tight which is why when you're angry you you you're literally like Arr! you know what i mean and the one for anger is like that and like all this stuff and i can go more into how you and like and all that stuff so 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 if expressing emotions is natural and and normal and everyone, men and men and women, are doing it as children. How are men taught that that's wrong? Like, um, parents, you have the father that says, "No, you can't do that." Um, some cases it could be the mom. That's one way. Like I said, society and your friends. Because I remember, um, example, not as suppression. Like, yes, yeah, this relates to it. I'm, I'm a 90s kid, born in the 80s, and I remember in the 90s watching the Power Rangers. I love that show. Green Ranger was the best. White Ranger was like, oh, man. But I remember in elementary school, suddenly it became not cool to watch Power Rangers anymore. And I had to freaking force myself off of that because it wasn't cool anymore. You know what I mean? And when that happens, you when you get that negative reinforcement, like, don't like this, don't act like that, you will do it. Because like I said earlier, with us men, 
yo, if you do something stupid, especially in middle school, which is like the hell time, getting caught out in class, lunch, whatever's going on, and all that stuff. So it's it's just from what I can remember and what I observe is it's that social reinforcement. You see it in movies, um, if you read books, uh, TV, especially music apparently, especially with like, you know, listen to like rap music a lot, um, maybe certain rock songs, you that gets trained to you over and over and over and over. So you're like, okay, I'm not gonna express myself. I'm just gonna keep doing it this way. And then once the hormones say, you're like, oh, women, that's a whole different species. Yeah. And then you try to do what you think attracts them and all that stuff. And, you know, it's just one thing builds upon the next. And then we try to do it. That can be, it's a process. It's doable. It's not fun. It's not easy. Is it worth it? Hell yeah. <laughs> so are the, uh, you know, you've mentioned feeling as a boy and then, you know, uh, your peer group, society starts telling you, no, that actually, you know, expressing that emotion isn't really cool. So mm -hmm. are, are the dangers of being a boy crying different from the dangers of being a man crying? That's a really good question. Um, you could say there's some dangers. I mean, nowadays, not as much. I mean, it still happens. Boys aren't allowed to cry. Boys allowed to cry up to a certain age. And that's the dangers of a, of a little boy crying is that you get taught to stifle that. And that's not healthy because you, you, that goes beyond stifling and that spills over to other areas of your life. And people don't realize that like any emotional issues is, isn't just like, you know, mom issues. Mm, it's not just with your mom. That's what issues with other women, men, your career. And it affects you in ways that most of the time you're not consciously aware of. Okay. Now for men crying nowadays, you can do it. It's perfectly okay. No one's going to like yell at you. And unless of course you post something online and then you get the trolls are like, Oh, you're just being, you're being a wussy. I'm like, then they got issues. You know what I mean? But nowadays it's, it's more simple for men to cry, let things out. Especially for me coming from back in the military and having some of the Marine Corps in the reserves, PTSD you know, and the suicide rate was serious. And they're like, you need to come talk to us. You have a problem. Come talk to us. And it's getting better. We still have so many veterans where else the brands taking their life because because we're not taught to express ourselves. And I remember doing this when I was a teenager. Like, I don't know why, because now I'm better knowing about it. This also comes to learning how the genders work, learning how men work and women work. You're not taught how men, how, how men are, to certain degree you are. You're not taught to like, for me, I know for a lot of guys, before you're ready to speak, you need time for everyone to just sit, to sit with it and think and process it, let it marinate. And then you can speak. What I did as a teenager was just like, not say shit at all for a while and keep to myself I and mean, my parents could know but eventually i got out of that somehow not too sure how i did but we gotta be taught that like all right if you're not ready to speak marinate think about it do what you got to do and then let's talk when you're ready versus not saying shit because that's something that's really hard to break because you get so used to that you're like i'm fine don't worry about leaving me alone and you're like okay do what you got to do but you gotta let it out emotions like meant to be expressed right. not internalized forever so. yeah and, and I, I, I through my own life experiences and, and working with clients I, i've said time and time again that that every emotion will be felt and if yeah. stipend don't want like it'll come out that it comes out as road rage and abuse and substance Something abuse. Else. exactly yeah yeah and so there, you'll there feel that you'll feel that eventually 
And if you if you decide when to feel it, that's much more beneficial than just denying it forever. Right. That reminds me of something I, I realized in my teenage years um, was, what, what was it? I would say, like, you can deal with the feeling, your issues, your feeling of, if you don't deal with the feeling, it'll come out one of two ways, constructively or deconstructively, like deconstructively. It, and the choice is yours because you don't choose the, you don't, don't choose the constructive way, it's gonna come out in a way that's gonna that's gonna like strip whatever it is you're doing. And people go, people, people tell you, oh, you got some issues. You want to go to therapy? Like, no, I don't need therapy. It's like you can just deal with it when it happens or in chunks versus letting it let's build up in the corner and just and all that stuff. Yeah. So so I'm really interested as as an emotional expressive young man. How, how did you end up uh, attracted to the Marines and end up like getting through that experience? So that's a story. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one second. Oh. All right, it's getting darker here. So how I got in the Marine Corps um, was because I was in college at the time um, and I was looking to get money uh, for school. And originally, I was going to the Air Force, and at the time, I was having a lot of issues with my mother. It was way worse. Right now, things are just neutral, okay? And I, she kicked me out because I had built a lot of anger up. I remember that I had happened because my mom, um, when parents divorced, going back to my parents' divorce, when they announced it to us, sat us down, my sister and I, my sister did the right thing by crying about it. I sat there and went, oh, okay. I didn't say shit. My parents flipped out. They're like, whoa, he's not saying anything. But my behavior didn't change. I still went to school, got good grades, did, did, did what I was told to do, all that stuff. But eventually, like we discussed, it comes out in other ways. And eventually what happened when we learned my mother, she got issues from her childhood and all everything else. I started holding an anger because when parents divorce, your parents are racing the way they see fit differently. And my parents, my dad would be like, Matt, you're 15, 16, 17, each year older you should be able to do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. My mother was like, no, 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 no. How old are they? How long have had their license? Be home by this, da, da, da. And then, so I got the, the, it was like my father, it, 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 am, I the, am I the son that's going to be the adult son? Or am I the support of my mom who, 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 who tells me, I'm the mother, you're the child. Two very different messages. And there was a period of my life where I was actually felt confused. I was like, what the fuck am I? Didn't make sense. So long story short, all that stuff, build up anger and anger, we went therapy, then one night I, got, I had something come up and I was like, fuck you, I told her that. And she was like stunned, didn't talk to me for two days, we're in the same house, kicked me out like two days later with my dad, so I was going to the Air Force, and the day we go to the, we go to the Air Force, they were closed, like midday, it was like uh, at two o'clock or something like that. And But sitting outside was a Marine in his car. He's like, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm looking for the Air Force. He's like, they're closed, how about the Marines? And how would he smile? And I went, no, no. My dad was like, no, we're, we're going to talk with him. And that's how I got in. And he convinced me, sold me on the idea of being, of being a, you know, a member of the field proud. You learn this, you go to the same benefits, you went to school. I was like, cool. And that's how I got involved. Um, I went in and, um, you know, when I was in, I didn't do the best I could. I, I, it was something I didn't, didn't want to do. Um, I acknowledge that to this day. I, any guy who's been overseas I some like I'm like hey you're getting more credit I got promoted to corporal I didn't, I didn't want to do it like in the reserves is not as motivating because you're there one weekend out of the month and the rest of the month you're there doing what you want whereas you have to duty you're in a more strict 
rules. So with us, a lot of us were like, I hate this shit, it's stupid. And the thing that made it bad about getting promoted, the joke was, you know, you get to Lance Corporal, or some people joked it as, you know, you'll be a Lance Terminal, meaning I'll be Lance Corporal Life, which is only an E3. Um, and when we saw people get promoted to being an NCO on E4 or above, they weren't really prepared for it because you're, if you're going to bring up leaders, you, you guys start bringing them early and say, hey, this is what you got to do. Do this, do that. Test them, do whatever. This way, when they get to a leadership position, they're prepared versus you go, you're on your own. If you fuck up, we're going to let you know that you fucked up. And so we would see people get promoted and get, 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 just get chewed out, yelled at. It was like, it was like okay, the, the promotion is not worth the bullshit that comes with it. Like, there's this and there's bullshit. You're like, um, how about no? And so I didn't get promoted and I got promoted. I was like, shit. And so it is, I don't regret doing it. I do miss everybody, but I just know that like, I was not my best outside of drill. I was like, want to do things and motivate, but, um, in it, you know, you are, who you are. And there's one time I went through a really bad breakup, I was crying at drill and I got comforted, but you know, it, it's not some, it's not, it's not restrictive, you know, unless you're with a, I don't know, it's jacked up unit, a platoon, but um, it's changed today where men can be or more, you know, it's okay to be more emotional and express yourself, whereas in the past, it was like, that's not what you do, um, and all that, so that's how I got into it. <laughs> well, cool, I mean, that, that's refreshing for, for me to hear that, that even in the service, it's still like the, the, you know, the jarhead with no emotions, that's not as, that's kind of fallen away at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's an image like you, it's different because you, with the suicide rate being, being so high still and everything else, because um, the problem with the military, what it does for a lot of people, unfortunately, if you go to war and stuff, you come back, it'll fix you up physically, it will not fix you up emotionally, mentally, and that's what screws people up because they'll come back, you know, arms, legs, fully intact, but that's where they go on the drugs, alcohol, beat their wives, do all this. That's why you got homeless vets because on the inside, and I got friends that have PTSD, like one of them, they struggle just to on a daily basis. And it, it sucks to see them have good times and then just put on stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just my personal view always has been, yeah, the, the military, you know, takes – normal human beings and you know convert you into killing machines and then yeah. when they're done just like okay we're done it yeah. doesn't there's no <laughs> there's no reversal yeah, process unless you stand a long time make a plan out of it and have goals you can make a great career in the military and be fine like you come in with a plan and what you're doing if you don't you're you're screwing yourself unless and also unless you stand stand and, um, and become a high enlisted officer um and also um if you go the officer route and stay a long time once you leave, you're taken care of. But if you don't do that, know what you're doing, they treat you like a prostitute, pay for your time. But as soon as you're done, get the fuck out of my house. Peace. Why do you think men are told that it's somehow wrong to be vulnerable? <sighs> um, why do I think? Because no one likes to feel vulnerable. Who the fuck wants to feel sad? Because when you feel sad, do you feel like you can take it over and change your life? No. But when you feel angry, even if you're crying at the eyes and hating life, you still feel like you can do something, okay? And, you know, I think it's one reason, one thing is, and I think men, we're just naturally inclined to, to 
hmm, like we've been taught to to be the ones to go out and fight because we're just bigger, natural, stronger, and faster physically. So I think from I guess a, a survival perspective, you can't be in your films all the time. You gotta you gotta learn how to like kind of shut it down for a little bit and do what you gotta do. Um there's there's value in that to to a degree. It's when you are told to shut that off that you will incur a lot of problems right. to try your life. So it's a good question. I've never thought about that, but for why, but I feel like in the end game, what's happened is where society's programs you to not be healthy in anything. It tells you do this, that, and you're like, well, this isn't right. And you go against it, it just smacks the crap out of you, yeah. whoever you are. And you're like, shit, this really sucks. And you go back lying. That's why a few people that, if they go through the ringer, they're like, oh, I'm free. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. So. Yeah, because I, I mean, we've talked about it, and it's certainly my experience that it kind of it gets passed on. Your your buddies say, "Oh, don't cry, don't be vulnerable." Your yeah. your dad, any fire, but I'm like, "Well, why do they say that?" And, and I think it's the thing. It, it's passed on. No one questions it because when you're born, you don't know anything. You don't know anything better. So you're like, okay, it isn't until someone says, "Question this shit. Where does it come from?" You go, "I don't really know. It's just what I've been taught." Yeah. Why I don't know, man. It's just we're taught because I think there's. Somewhere, somewhere up the chain sees how that can be exploited for their own good and not for yourself, honestly, you know. So uh, in your personal experience or, or dealing with other men or, or, or clients that you coach, how do you find that emotionally blocked men, how do they deal with women? How are they in their relationships? A lot of guys, because... I have a lot more female friends than male friends for a reason. I just connect more with, with women. But a lot of girlfriends I've dated, female friends tell me, Matt, you're not like, and I've been to therapy too. Uh, therapists are like, Matt, you're not like most guys. You, you talk, you, you express yourself. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, to me, this is my norm. Yeah. The rest of the world, no the fuck it's not. And so for a lot of men, we, we, we get stuck in our heads. And when it comes to the women, we don't know how to communicate that and say, I need to just, we, we still do things our way. We want to do things our way and not want help until we get so smacked in the face. We go, okay, I need some help now. <laughs> we don't want to do it. We want to, we will, you know, it, it's just, we're not taught to continue to feel out what we feel and be taught how to express it in creative, in, in constructive ways that when you do so because what we're taught is what we're taught is if we express our emotions it makes you weak makes you feminized you know you're not a man you're masculated where the opposite is the opposite is true if you learn to deal with your emotions you become more grounded and you become more masculine in that sense and more of you comes out and you can still be the guy because women want a guy they want that man shit like i, I call it man shit they want that oh we could be that man shit oh man man shit you know what i mean <laughs> So they want you to be that rock for them because women are more different. They're, they're taught to express everything. They want you to be that rock that's there, you know? Now, you're not always going to be the rock because you're a human being and you have your moments too, and that's when, that's when you need her. But if men are allowed to just feel who they are, we'd be more in our masculine selves and we'd be more calm, cool, collected, and grounded. And, and this way, when she's flipping out what's going on, you can be, you, you can be okay, cool, I got this. I know what I'm doing. And then and just, and just go forward from there. 
So, cool. so do, do you have any uh, tools, techniques, suggestions for, for how yeah. a man can, can remove their emotional barriers or get more in tune, be, get, yes. let that flow happen? So it's, this starts off with um, my coach who, who's out in New Zealand. Um, she has a book called, which I recommend go to, going on. She wrote books on Amazon. She's a bestseller. It's called Feelings Drive Behavior. And behavior spelled behavior spelled the old English the 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 British way with the, the U in there whatever. Yeah. But it's a good book. It's read because I'm actually in the book and because you're feeling these you drive the behavior. And I came to her to get rid of my fear of flying. We did it over video chat because she's in New Zealand. I'm here in the U.S. Me and within about 20 minutes, my fear of flying was gone. And it's from this technique that I tell people to do it, and those who do it, like wow. And if you keep doing it. Everything else gets better. More of who you really are, your abilities get unlocked because it's like, oh, I didn't know this was here. And all you do is, I mean, you can write stuff down and all that stuff. It's great. And that works and burn stuff. But this really gets rid of it. You just you close your eyes. You get calm. You, you do a long inhale through your nose and long exhale through your mouth. You do that. And you kind of like, you know, what am I feeling? Is it anger, fear, or sadness? It comes down to that. If it's not on the street, if it's guilt, whatever, it's fine. Or if you don't know what the feeling is, just go, okay, I'm feeling a, a, a sensation. And then you kind of ask us like, where am I feeling the emotion? Um, sometimes you may feel it's outside of your face. It may be in your head, in your face. A lot of times for me, it's in like the stomach area, chest, whatever. It could be in your thigh. I don't know. And then you kind of put your hand in there and you ask yourself, okay, on a scale from one to 10, how does this feel? One being not that much, 10 being this is really strong. But whatever it is, you continue to breathe. Long inhale through nose, long exhale your mouth, and to breathe, you breathe and feel out the emotion. You breathe in, breathe in love, and you breathe out. That's where the express comes through, okay? You do that, and you keep doing it, and then you ask yourself, okay, wh wh where do I feel? So let's say it, it's at a seven. Now it's at a, now it's at a four. Good, keep going. You keep going until you don't feel it anymore, and you know you won't feel it anymore because you'll feel this release, like, like you took off a weight, and I've had some big ones where I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like sitting there like, wow, I've done three of those in a row. I've been like tired. One day I did 10. I eat a lot of food, mixture of water. Now, people might say it's meditation. It's not because I can done it with my eyes open while driving. It's a little harder, but you just get in tune with yourself. You stay with the feeling. You get out of your head. And Because when I started my coach, I would talk about what's bothering me. And she'd be like, shut And she would say, shut up, breathe, feel. I'm like, okay. And when you do that, the emotion goes away and you'll feel better. And you call it grooving core, um, removing core constraints, fear, phobia, things you feel. And this goes to insecurities you may feel, you know, towards women, money, uh, stresses, things that bother you. Like, um, if your flying was gone in 30 minutes. So I remember before I got around my fear of flying, I had it for like, so like my, my late 20s, if I knew I had to fly, the night before I would try and stay up late and get tired. I get to the airport, my heart's pounding. I'm like sitting there like crap, waiting at terminal or boarding, getting there, and like sitting the plane. I look at the window, I'm like, because okay, I'd be like, dude, I gotta know if we're gonna take off. To take off, like, and the entire flight, I I couldn't I couldn't relax all the way, and I'd be like. Any any sweet change, I'd be like, oh my god, what's happening? I wouldn't like have to blow in a bag, but it was just so stressful to the point where 
I wouldn't relax until I saw us landing. Once you hit the ground, I'd be like, oh my God, I made it. Like my focus from so about a day before and day on would be like, please let that crash. So now I'm like, I look at the plane and go, wow, I'm gonna go fly somewhere. I look forward to it. I get excited. I, I can fall asleep and chill out. That's when I'm flying. And I did it recently with um, walking, walking in cold to um, banks, uh, you know, banks, mortgage officers, all that stuff, and having to walk into business and sell different things. And once that, it was a fear and, and just overall, yeah, it was a fear ultimately, but a lot of anxiousness. Once that was gone, I was like, oh, okay. Hey, what's going on? You know, I'd walk in the salon and be like, hey, can you make my nails look good, my hair good? I need to look better with my girlfriend. Is that possible? They'd laugh. I'm like, you know, I would never do that in a million years. A year from now, you know, you're, right? a year from now, I'd be like, that's crazy. But since I've let go of that, because I have an outgoing personality anyway, since that fear and shit's gone, more of who I am comes out. And now I can, like, call on people and talk to people and be like, whatever, let's have a good time. And they're like, oh, what do you do? I do this, blah, blah, blah. And that's just a few examples. So, the power that's in it, if you continue to do it, can, can literally change your life. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you have, you know, especially like guys, like guys want to talk to girls. And like, I remember like reading all these, the, 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 the pickup artist books and stuff. And they, and, and they said, man, you got to fear to do it over and over and over and over and over and over. And that works. You want to do it over and over and over and over. Or what you can do is someone can tell you, Hey, we're going to talk to girls. Boom. become present with that emotion, the fear, and dissolve it, breathe it, breathe it, fill it out. If there's still any left, you can test it and, and tell yourself, okay, I'm going to go talk to that girl. If there's still more, you breathe and fill it out. You keep doing that until it's gone. You know it's gone when you go, hey, how are you? What's going on? What's your color? Okay, great. And you walk away and go, oh, shit, this is great. When you don't feel anything, it's all there. And this can, this can go to trauma. This has been used for, um, with, uh, uh, veterans who have PTSD there's a clip on YouTube you can find it's called Wounds of War and it's because all emotion is is energy like if something keeps coming up for you like a problem with money wherever it is stress fear it's coming up over and over because it's, it's trying to be felt and let it be dissolved and be put back out that's why it keeps happening for what we do is we go no 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 I want to deal with it no 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 I want to deal with it no 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 I want to deal with it put a band-aid on or whatever or I'm using my mindset no, just feel it out and it'll go away. And because of that, you end up becoming more calm. You don't worry about shit. You, it's great. It's funny. Like, you don't worry about stuff. And people go, aren't you concerned? I'm like, yeah, it's important. They're not worried because we, we have associated worry with worry with meaning I care. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, yeah worrying means you're focused on it not working. Exactly. But people think about it. Aren't you worried? I'm like, no, because worrying won't do shit for me. And if I am worried, it's really bothering me. I felt the fear and I'm like, all right, gonna be fine. I just relax and life goes on. <laughs> so is, is this what got you interested in coaching? Just, just being a client, seeing this, this fear dissolve? Yeah. I've done it with people and it's, it's fun. It's fun to do it with them. And when they do it and they're like, man, I feel so much better. It's cool because it's something that's not, that's not, I've never seen done. Several, one other guy. And uh, every other coaching thing, and they tell you how to, you know, write down a plan and do all the stuff. And that, and that, it works. It works for some people. It resonates, it resonates with you. But, like, it, but it, it's like if you don't deal with the emotional shit that's within that's still coming out, 
golf or not because it's it's like it's like it's like you're preparing for the race. You you've got the best shoes. You've eaten all the right nutrition, doing all the stuff. But if you got like a freaking weight on your back, you're gonna get, you're not gonna go very far. You'll use all the energy. Like oh, why is this working? Why is it work? Because you're not dealing with the emotional stuff that comes up for you. And when you do, you realize oh, I didn't have this problem. This problem was all bullshit. Like it goes away. You're like oh, I'm okay now. And like you know, I have done a lot of stuff with energy work and forgiving and all that stuff. When you let when you let go of the, the the anger you have for someone and all that stuff, your body gets healthier, you become better, you see things different. And to be able to share that with somebody and tell them, hey, you can do the same thing and they do it, they, they go, whoa, it's like yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was trained as an energy coach in back in 2010. And I was a bit amazed, like, I've talked to people that have been in therapy with the same issue for years. I'm like, well, then that's not working. Like, talk, yeah. continue to talk about something that's not changing anything. But yeah, oh, no. like everything is rooted in energy. All thoughts, every feeling, every action. So yeah, you can, you can clear things and then you take the action and it's much easier instead of going like that brute force style. Just, I'm afraid of that. Okay, I'll do it over and over and over until I'm not afraid of it. Well, yeah, that yeah. works for some people. And it would drive some other people to freaking suicide attempts, right? So, yeah. yeah. So clear it. Yeah. But again, you said it many times. Emotions are energy in motion. And when they get stuck, when we stop allowing that motion, that's Stays when we're really there. screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And people don't do that because it's there's a fear of the overwhelm, as my coach would say, and it's true. And because I'll tell you that when you're feeling out your fear, that can really, you get scared of it, you, you stay with it. The hardest one I feel to deal with is the sadness. Because when you're feeling that sadness, you're like, oh my God, like, like I, you know, I still do it. Sometimes I'm like, man, this sucks. I suck. Oh my God, what's causing me better? Like, it's, it's, it's there, but you feel out once it's done, you're like, you're like oh, that was bullshit. All right, I got this. Yeah. Fuck it, let's, let's, let's get it done. Yeah, so, on the on the other on the other side of every negative emotion is it's a better shit. feeling. Yeah. Yep. But but if you're never willing to go through it, you Don't never you never get rid of it. And that's the secret of life, believe it or not. What we want, what we really want to do, what we really want to feel is on the other side of the anger, the fear, the sadness, the guilt, the bullshit that you don't want to do if they keep running from. You when you you wonder why it can't get happens because we put it there intentionally. And it's there. Once you go through it, you go, oh my God, life's better. Then you have the sunshine, rainbows, unicorns, moments, <laughs> and donuts. I'm like, wow, that's great. <laughs> so what are some common barriers that, that keep men from fully feeling? Well, I'll tell you this, man. It's, it's the fear of, I'll say the biggest one is it's the fear of um, coming off as like, you're too emotional being emasculated. That's not manly. That's not, that's not cool. It's the still thinking that it's still thinking that it, that it's unacceptable by society. That if you feel out your emotions, you know, that's wrong. Some guys like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm like this. I'm like, ah, you can, you can be tightened up, but you know, you, you men suffer in silence. Are there, are there, are there practices? Are there things pe guys do to keep their emotions right, to keep that fear buried? Yeah, drinking is one. Drugs, um, just avoiding it through 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 anything. I would say like working out is great. You can do that. Um, you know, playing video games. It's it's of 
putting a bandaid on it and not dealing with it and till, till, till it kind of subsides and goes away. You're like, oh, I'm fine now. But it comes back up at some point, you know? And um, that's what happens. Yeah. Like I've, I've, I have so many, even growing up, I don't feel high school, like so many male friends that once they're drunk, it's, I love you, man. You're the best. Yeah, I love you, man. I love you, man. It's sober. Right? sober. Yeah. It's, like, yeah so cool. it's funny that uh, some of the things that people consciously use as barriers to keep those emotions down also will let them come out. And it's almost the excuse. Oh, I was really emotional crying. Oh, I, I was drunk. I was high. You know, no, that was really me. Right. It's, yeah. So it's, it's, it, it was alcohol talk. I'm like, yeah, it was you. And that's how you feel. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I don't know. It's life for us men. It's funny. You know, you hear about women complaining about us now. I'm like, you guys have what's so easy. You got to do this crap. I'm like, don't get mad at me. Cause you're going to do body function. I can control. And I think women have this misconception that we have the easier. It's like, no, we have our own challenges. We don't say anything because we're trying not to say shit. Suffering silence, we have our own challenges. It's not easy for us. It's not. We have our own things that we'll never say. Talk to girlfriends about this. You know, friends, I'm like, a guy, most men will not admit they're insecure about money. They're not making enough. They got this. They won't say it because we're so taught to not say anything and just tough it out and act like, oh, act like you got it. Yeah, it's the, it's the oldest kind of survival game of the caveman next door is going to come take all my shit if he knows that I'm, I'm crying today. I'm scared. This is why I got a gun. I'm like, you got a gun for safety. It's great, but it's just, it's crazy, man. Because I can say this. There's nothing like, nothing, not, not the right words. It really, really sucks when you got goals, ambitions, dreams. You want to do shit. You're doing stuff. You're working out. And that insecurity thing comes up out of nowhere and you're like oh i suck this is this this is terrible why do i feel like this like why can't i get this i don't have that da, 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 and that drags you to fuck down and holds you back from really going very far i dealt with that majority of my life and that was just I was, I was wondering why, like, why can't I get so far? Like, why can't I get the girls I want? And people tell me, you know, oh, you're so handsome. You get any girl you want. I'm like, really? And then when they talk to women and all this stuff, and let things hold me back and not knowing why, like being held back by, like, by some invisible chain, I'll let you go so far and you stop. That's like the shittiest thing to, 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 to not know how to deal with. Like, you can feel it. can't see it. You can't touch it. But you know it's there. And just, you are like, why do I only go so far? Why? What's going, what's wrong with me? Like, that's, oh, dude, that's the worst thoughts. And like, oh, bad. So ideally, we've talked about what keeps us down and, and yeah. the fears of being emotional. But ideally, how do we as men deal with emotions? Ideally, the best yeah. way? Yeah. Well, scrap it. You sit there with it. You breathe and feel it out. It's not gonna go away in five minutes. It may take you five, fifteen minutes. Shit. There's one time it took me an hour. I don't care. I'm gonna get through this shit because I know that once I'm done with this feeling, oh, the rainbows and everything else is right there. Yeah. And that's what we gotta do. We gotta be told that it's okay to feel how you feel. Don't judge yourself. It's just the emotion. It's just energy. It's just anger. Whatever. You know. Breathe and feel it out. Write it down. Do what you gotta do. You're gonna cry, fuck, cry. Who cares? Because at the end of the day, you gotta live the consequences of your actions, not me. And it doesn't help you to just keep it bottled in for some image that's a bunch of bullshit. And someone, if you really, because there's strength and vulnerability, easier said than done, easier said than done. 
But when you do that, you will know who you are, you'll know who your friends are, who cares about you, and the people that want to make fun of you, fuck them, cut them off. Mm-hmm. And that's where you could say life begins. That's where you see it. Oh, okay, it's not so bad. Yeah. Because yeah, we're, we're, we're emotional beings and our yeah. willingness to feel that, yeah, it is, yeah, um, you know, I been open and authentic and vulnerable and there you know dozens of videos of me crying over the years on youtube and shit and i used to really be afraid of the first comment and oh my god how do i dare you know yeah. do this and now people you know um just commend me and talk about the bravery and stuff and it's still like you know right now i feel great so it's like ah, i can laugh it all off but even receiving that back like it's powerful like people reflecting that back to you and, mm-hmm. and, and you know the when i've shared just my deepest pain I hear like so many people just say, dude, I resonate with everything you fucking said, but I could never say that. And yeah, you know, thank you for saying it and making that public because it does yeah. help people. So it does. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the greatest feelings you've got. You, money can't buy that. When yeah. someone tells you, oh my God, thank you. I need to see this. It, it, it's just like, you're like, sweet. Cause you can give the permission to, to feel it. It's like, yeah. it's weird. We never get taught to like, you don't need permission for anyone else to do something, just do it. As long as it's not like illegal. It's like, we still go from, hey, I'm feeling like this, it's okay. And someone's like, yeah, let's go keep it like that. Go ahead and do it. You're like, okay, great. You know, it's just funny how that, like, we still need that permission from somebody. Yeah. Somebody we don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like in any group of men, the first guy to like admit to like drop that mask and say, man, I'm really struggling with this all the time. like. Yeah, there's just slowly. Yeah, me too, man. And yeah, yeah I've been there. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> no, we we all want some. We all want someone else to go yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, we're all like, yo, wow, I didn't know. Like, I'm not doing one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, is there one thing you wish more men knew? It's a great question, man. Is there one thing I wish more men knew? Jeez. You know, I wish as men, we knew that it's okay to simply feel out your emotions. That's it. Feel it. Just feel it. You know, cool. you don't have to bundle it up, remember, bundle up, keep it in, you know, because growing up, you get reinforced and not cry and shit. And if you do cry, you, you have to do the whole like, <laughs> you know, that mad shit when you're so hurt, <laughs> you're like, you know, um, but I wish we knew that, you know, and. I've been fortunate enough to have parents who wanted me to express myself. Very fortunate. So again, that's been my experience. Yeah. Cool. But I, man, if I like, again, if we were taught to hold and talk, express stuff, it's okay. Blah blah. blah. You know, you'd be healthier. Cool. Emotionally and mentally, you'd be like, hey, I'm cool. Who I am. You know, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. That, that self acceptance. Yes, like- that is a huge thing because once you know oh yeah it's the way i'm doing you can approach anyone talk to anything or anything and you're cool with it because you're like cool and the right people just magically come to resonate with you yeah yeah and uh and wrap this up i i want to start asking and really consciously ending my questions on like really positive notes so my first attempt so uh tell me (laughs) something you're looking forward to something i'm looking forward to well, my birthday's next month, so I'm looking forward to that and having fun with that. I'll be 34, so I'm, you know, fortunate to be healthy at my age because people aren't. So I'm looking forward to that. That's one thing. So, cool. 
And then what's the best, what's the best way for people to connect with you, find you? Uh... Um, so if anyone wants more help with this, I'm still, I can take on uh, clients for this. Um, they can shoot me an email. And that would be, I'll make this Maddie D M A T T Y D I T V at gmail.com. Okay. Or, um, cause I'm very open. They can hit me and shoot me a text, uh, two, four, zero, four, one, eight, two, six, four, six. Awesome. Um, more stuff so yeah cool so i i really enjoyed talking to you uh the the three-month delay <laughs> <laughs> all for this <laughs> yeah. well and yeah if i had uh yeah if i had somehow made myself talk to you that it night, it, it, yeah it would yeah it, it would, wouldn't have been as good no i appreciate it. i'm yeah. glad i'm glad thanks for having me on this is cool it's like cool i'm on the podcast i can share it hey people you know hear this out <laughs> no no yeah you've got a you've got a great energy you got a, a a great sense of vitality and life and i hope you uh reach and help a lot of people because unfortunately there's a lot of people that need it yeah yeah it's just there's uh, things are there's no shortage of uh, blocked up men <laughs> yeah. and people that love them to try to help them get try them out. But, and the thing is like, you know, you got to, you can only help someone if they want to, because man, you can show someone the door and open the door and say, look, on the outside of this door is everything you want. But if they go eh, and they don't step through it, you got to let them just bang their heads. Yep. Yep. And that, I mean, that saying that, like, that's where I was, you know, for the good, like last month, um, I was feeling shitty. I knew I was shitty, and I stopped doing everything that ever made me feel good. And everyone offered me like, "Nope, I'm. I don't want it. You can't help me. I don't want help." And and until I'm dis disgusted enough with with that, like I have to find my rock bottom. Go, yeah, I feel like shit. I'm on, but I'm not going to kill myself. So what am I going to do? All right, now I got to yeah. go and do shit. And it's yeah. like I have to like drive myself down to decide <laughs> that yeah, I'm I'm going to live longer. Okay, now we can come back. But yeah, you can't you can't force help, and uh, just for anyone's own sanity, you just can't. Sometimes sometimes you got to see people struggle longer than you want to, because so before they can realize that. Yeah, that they want it, that they want to get done, and so everyone has their moments of like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm changing stuff. Yeah, as if everybody. Yeah, yeah, and and I want share this one to get your thoughts of this. The one thing I always tell guys, like whoever told taught you told you what it was to be a man, whatever it is. Like, were they happy? Like, was that a good example? Are you modeling someone by, you know, Jeez, or are you yeah, modeling yeah, someone yeah. that was fucking miserable their whole life and depressed mm -hmm. and, and just drinking themselves to death? Whatever it is, like, just realize who taught me this and does it feel good for me and did it ever feel good for them? Yeah, that, that's a good point. It's like, okay, well, were they happy? No, most likely be like, no. So then how's that working out? How does it make sense to keep doing that if they weren't happy? Are you really happy? Yeah. Yeah. So going back, going back to like, like I asked it earlier and you know, I didn't have an answer, but like, why is this taught? So maybe it is just, you know, nobody wants to admit that they made a, a shitty choice. So I'll, I'll, I'll pass on my misery. Yeah. Cause my expertise isn't being miserable. So I'll tell you how to do that. Cause I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, in the hopes of trying to like, because here, here's, here's what it is. And I, I truly see this better now than I did when I was younger, because my dad would tell me, like, well, your mom's in the best camp of what she knows. I'm like, I'm like, no, kidding me. Like, when you hear that, people, right? And what the means is, 
people do the best of what they know, meaning if that's all they know, that's what they're doing the best with. Even if it's like the dumbest, stupid, shittiest thing, when you take a step back and look at it from like, like it's a, like it's a different bottle of water, you go, okay, that makes sense because that's all they know. If they knew something different that was better and healthier, they would do it, but they don't. And the problem is it's hard to see that when, when you're in the thick of it and you still, you're still angry at them. But when you let go of that crap, you can go, okay, I see what they're doing. It's so stupid, but that makes sense now. They're doing the best they can to what they know, and they're not shooting anything else, so that's what it is. So. Yeah. yeah, really, like to be able to – the ability to see that, you know, that's their or my. Like that, it's, it's my best idea at the time, and an hour later I realized, wow, what a stupid idea that was. But yeah. everyone's doing – it's the best everyone can do in, in that moment. And, yeah, yeah. And, and by, you know, that mindset, that worldview um, – makes life a lot easier i find yeah because you see things and you're like okay that makes sense moving on (laughs) right yeah that's the key move on breathe it feel it move on move on yep awesome well uh uh, thanks again matt for joining us uh again it was a pleasure to connect uh i wish you all the best Um, thanks for having me man this is fun (laughs) i think i come in again (laughs) awesome and uh, thanks for everyone listening, wherever you're finding us, wherever you're discovering Real Men Feel. Uh, give us a like, a review, a share, a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Visit realmenfeel.org. Check us out on Facebook. Send us feedback. And we'll talk to you again soon. And as always, be good to yourself. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. Until next time, visit realmenfeel.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel.